Sunday. So hopefully you got all your snacks and your treats and all your stuff and junk ready for the big game. Uh, okay, Ellie. Yes. Chiefs or Eagles? Chiefs all the way. Yeah, I, I, Patrick I Mahomes I is great and the Eagles are awful. Yeah. <laughs> I heard they were greasing the light poles this morning. To, to keep people oh. from crawling up them okay. and tearing them down. Oh, wow. That's interesting. I would have never thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> they, they try to climb up to the top of the pole and swing it, and oh, knock it down. Wow. wow. People, people, people. Don't be doing that because then your taxes pay for it to, to put it back together. It's, it's Philly <laughs> fans. They riot. Oh, do they? Oh, yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah, no, we're doing nothing special. Just it's another day in the, in the Riopelle household. So. Yeah. <laughs> we're making food. That's that's pretty much it. Aya, what what are you making? Well, our menu today, we're doing... Oh, uh, our menu? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We're doing like a baked Reuben dip. Ooh, um, I love those. Little Smokies with cocktail sauce. Of course. Uh, buffalo cauliflower uh, and caprese skewers, which are like the... Cheese, like the mozzarella cheese, basil, and tomato with like oh, a little I bit of the balsamic those. drizzle. That's what they're called? Oh, yeah. I love those. Those are, those are delicious. Anything with balsamic healthy. vinegar, I'm on it. Oh, yeah. Me too. The glaze or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I, you can, that, you know, the, the old saying that bacon is duct tape for the kitchen. Yeah. You know, and anyway, but I think balsamic vinegar, the glaze is just, oh, yes. Anything. If you're not a big cook and you're told to bring an appetizer, bring those. It's, yeah. they're so easy. You just got to yeah. put them together and everyone loves them. Yeah, they do. I do that at the baby shower that I was at a couple of weeks ago. They had that. I kind of stood by that. I had my share. Yeah. <laughs> they go down easy. I love them. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. And I'm not a tomato typey eater with that. But there again, uh, the it's like duct tape for anything. It's just you a know, perfect combination. Yeah. Oh, it is. It really is. So anything new this week? Uh, anything new this week? Not not really. I've really just been preparing for, okay. for the Super Bowl, trying to... Uh, just make plans, and they kept falling through, so now I'm just oh. cooking for myself at home. But, you know, oh, as long I as I can ask, get the game. With all these tasty vittles, are you having people over? No, that's the sad oh, thing. No. I'm, it's, I just like cooking, and oh, I couldn't wow. do the Super Bowl without some treats. My parents went up north. I usually do it with them. Oh, okay. But uh, just they decided to abandon me um, and go to the north. Stephanie Hansen, shame on you. Yes, how <laughs> dare you? I feel bad. There you go. How far up north is their place? Uh, it's it's pretty far up there. We have a uh, property on uh, Burnside Lake in like Ely, Minnesota. Oh, Ely, okay. So it's four hours, yeah, a four and a half. If uh, you know, we go to like where we dock the boat. Yep. Wow. And we did it every weekend growing up. Just oh, it's got used to it that long, huh? Wow. Oh yeah. See, I was really lucky. Grandma Shirley and Grandpa Mike are now gone. They had a place on Big Marine Lake. Okay, and that is exactly not even ten minutes from my house. And so it was so cool to just be able to drive 10 minutes, and I felt like I was way up north. Yeah. You know, it was just really, I just, oh, I loved it. And then I bring my, I had a pop-up tent camper type, and I bring yeah. it, and I park it on the beach side. So there again, it seems like I, I went, you know, five hours north, and I went 10 minutes. Yeah. And then the neat thing is I could quick run home, do chores, and go back to the, the lake. <laughs> so That's was, kind of the beautiful thing about Minnesota. So you're never too far away from... Uh, water. <laughs> yeah, the water and, like, the experience of being out in the woods. Yeah. Uh, no kidding. Yep. So it was kind of cool. Uh, we always, I was at Maple Plain Spikes and Hools yesterday. And thanks for everybody that stopped by. And Tom, the manager, the overall big kahuna, uh, he did a grand job putting it together. It was fun. And so I enjoyed myself. Uh, more people I wish would.
would have came. But the thing is, is that the ones that came were totally worth it. Got to t- whether I'm talking to two people or twenty thousand people, you know, I just can talk. Is <laughs> what it is. And so it was nice. Met some new vendor, some neat vendors and stuff like that. So, so I want to thank uh, uh, Spike and Hools for having me down in Maple Plain. And I didn't realize I'd been there before. The last time we was there, it was UFC or something like that. Um, United Feed something. But anyway, and that was my first time ever meeting face-to-face and touching a real rain ba- reindeer. Oh, really? Yeah, it was at Christmas time. And it was so cool. And then the guy that has them, I learned a whole wealth of information, you know, about uh, uh, reindeer. And one of the main startling facts is that all the Santa rain- reindeer are girls. <laughs> yeah. Because only the the male the females are the only one that keeps their horn during the Christmas season. Otherwise, the males shed their horns. And oh, so, so funny. yeah. So isn't that something that it all hit Santa reindeers had to be girls because they had the reindeer girl they had power. The <laughs> you got it. You got it. So I, like I said, it was a fun time. So I want to thank uh, thank everybody for coming down. So that was cool. And then if uh, you guys got questions, of course, please call them in. Uh, in between you um, putting together your vittles for for the Super Bowl, uh, I. And I got Super Bowl trivia, of course. Whoops. And um, last night, I was kind of, you know, there's so there's always something to do, all right? And last night, it's just kind of like I didn't feel like talking. I could have easily laid down and went to sleep, but that gets you nothing other than sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so I decided to drag out my saddles. You know, my Jake is 36 years old, my horse. And so the last two years, I have not ridden him. I take him for walks, hand walk him, you know. Keep him limber. But, uh, yeah, but he's, uh, like I said, I just don't trust him, his footage. And then plus he's, you know, uh, got cataracts now real bad. Yeah. So he doesn't see real well. So anyway, so I'm not comfortable with him staying stable while I'm on him. But anyway, so I put, drug out my saddles. I got two saddles. One saddle I got for $200 at a garage sale. A gal, a green rider, went and bought a horse, a green horse, bought all this tack, all this stuff, all this. She got thrown once. Okay, that's part of a green horse and a green rider. The second time she got thrown, she broke her leg. <laughs> the horse is gone and all her tack went up for sale. <laughs> so I happened to stop by that garage sale. I was like, wow, I hope this fits my horse. And, you know, I sat in it. It's like, oh, it fits my butt. <laughs> I think I t- And then she says, take it all. Just take it all. Don't want anything to do with it. I got brushes, bridles. Good for you. Yeah, Sad just, for her. Yeah. So, but then I distributed my wealth because I had enough. So, anyway, but the saddle is one of the, it's got really pretty tooling on it. I just love that saddle. And like I said, it fits my butt just perfect. And so, anyway, so what I did last night is I uh, I clean them up a couple times a year, even though they're not being ridden, but you got to keep them in shape. Okay. And I came across this stuff. I've tried a lot of stuff on, on leather. And so, anything that you got this leather, leather leashes, uh, gloves, you're, 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 whatever type thing is called restore uh, conditioner leather therapy restorer uh, and conditioner leather therapy and honest to Pete I was really worried that I was going to have enough it's kind of it's liquid got to shake it really good before you start and I was just amazed at how it cleaned up the saddle it was really really cool so I'm hoping that like I say that sometimes it makes it look really nice and then it really doesn't 
uh, hold up. I mean, you can, because I was after because the leather is starting to get stiff because it's not getting the sweat of me or the horse or yeah. anything like that. So, so we'll see. But I, I was impressed so far. So if any of you guys got leather stuff, give it a try. And, or if you have dry, let me know. <laughs> so I'll see yeah, what happens. I like the balms typically because like the, they just like a little bit goes so far. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, this went really, really far. I was really impressed. I thought I got both saddles and I'm working on the bridles and some leashes and leathery stuff. Well, way to take care of your gear. Oh, yeah. And then I had, of course, I'm going to have to, you know, they're on saddle stands. And luckily, the saddle stands will hold my weight. <laughs> so I decided I sat on them, like, pretending I was riding, you know, a little bit. A couple beers, I was really riding far. No. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fun. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Okay. Uh, we're going to be talking trivia, Super Bowl trivia today. So hopefully we don't bore you. Okay. One, one thing is... Um, you know the 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 person that ate the most hot dog because hot dogs are very consumed on Super Bowl Sunday. We'll share a tip in on that. But anyway, Joey Chestnut holds the world's record for uh, hot dogs mm-hmm. eaten. He ate seventy three of them. Okay, you hold on to your wigs and keys for this, right? That would equivalent sixteen pounds of meat, and as much as forty two billiard balls that he ate. Ugh. Can you imagine that? Ugh. I can't even. Can't even. Ugh. And then you have to eat it that fat. I don't. No, 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 no. I think not. I think not. They have to train so much to do stuff like that. Yep. And it's a little disturbing. Yep. Now, I brought you a special treat today because it's Uber Bowl Sunday. I'm looking forward to those there in particular. Go. Well, hopefully you'll, you'll be, there's, I don't even know how many you got. Um, uh, it looks six, like plenty. Six, seven, two, four, six, seven, yeah. Seven different kinds of beef sticks, all right? And they're from Grunhofer's Meats in Hugo. You go on 61, you go north out of uh, Hugo about oh, half a mile, and Grunhofer's Meats is on your right side. And he's noted uh, how, how Spen got noted. He was uh, has his own meat shop and butchers the meat and everything, does everything there. And how he got noted was he made out of, for gits and giggles, he made a gummy bear brat. <laughs> Okay, and everybody's scratching their head. A gummy bear broad, what? Well, it put him on the map. Everybody just got hysterical. Truth be told, all it does is it tastes like a really sweet brat, you know what I mean? Because it's got gummy bears and a lot of sugar, okay? But just to say that I ate a gummy bear brat is whatever. And so he's got, I don't know, I think it's like 131 uh, brats, different brats. And he has some that are just beef, some that are just, you know, some people don't want to eat beef. Yeah. So then he makes some just turkey ones and some just chicken ones also. And some gummy bear ones. And then gummy bears, right. But I mean, but they, he's got like 131 different flavors. He might even have more than that. And his beef sticks now, he's got jerky, all kinds of different kinds of jerky. Uh, and then these beef sticks, I really like them because it just, I, I can never decide on which one I like. <laughs> and so I just kind of, one, 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 one. So, you know, I use Sampler get, pack. You got it. That's what I gave you so far. Super in honor of Super Bowl Sunday. You got you know something to snack on and decide. Try to decipher. Ah, what was that one? Yeah. <laughs> and I just I just took a bite out of one of them, and because I'm not sure which one to switch. And it's a pickle. He made a dill pickle one. Oh, there's a dill pickle one yes, in there? Oh. Yes. He also has a spicy dill pickle. And I'm not a spicy gal. So I said, sorry on the spice, but I'll take the dill pickle. I, spicy dill pickle is like one of my favorite flavors. Dill oh. pickle anything. I, yeah, I, love, I love dill pickle. Yeah, same here. Same here. I love, I, uh, I don't know who came out with it. You know how you have a relish? To put on your hot dogs mm-hmm. and hamburgers, okay? Well, that somebody, I don't know if it's Heinz or whatever, they came out with just dill pickle. 
ground up like a relish. There's yeah. no nothing to it. It's just dill pickle ground up. I've used that. I use it in recipes sometimes. Yes, yeah, I love it. I just put it on crackers. You know, I would. Yeah, I love. Uh, I love pickle pickles. Yeah, I make a, in the summer. I make a pickle salad that everybody looked at me like a pickle salad. Yeah, no, there's no tuna. There's no chicken. It's just pickles. Pickles and a little bit of onion and, you know, noodles, whatever noodles you want to make. Usually I use elbow. But anyway, and then oh, you put yum. pickle juice in, like, the half male, half miracle whip. Yeah. And then you add some uh, sharp cheddar cheese. And then, but lots of pickles. Cut up little tiny pieces of pickles. It's really, it's really good. It's just unique. So Yum. Yeah, now I'm hungry. Now I want to go home. Yeah, I, it's, <laughs> hey, thank God I had making so much food. Yeah, there we go. Okay, folks, give us a holler. 651-641-1071. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Okay, we're going to give you a trivia. Okay, well, uh, well, okay. I'm going to ask you a question. As far as four hours before the Super Bowl, they have a meal. The football players have a meal. What do you think that consists of? We'll be back. Hello. Thanks for tuning into the KDK9 show. I'm here every Sunday, noon to two. I'm your nooner on Sundays. Okay. Usually, four hours before the Super Bowls, the players have a dinner. What do you think that dinner consists of chicken rotisserie chickens <laughs> and lots of them <laughs> yes, only rotisserie chickens <laughs> no what it is it's a quarter lean protein like fish or beef mm-hmm. and then fruits and veggies oh so just we're doing like the full like kind of paleo thing i guess i don't know but that yeah i'm just like who could eat before a game like that anyway no I'd, I i'd be sick to, to my stomach but yeah, that's I mean the tension of everything. Yeah, I, I I don't know. So it's like okay, I never thought of that. <laughs> I mean, you need okay. to eat something, but I find it hard to believe that like I could sit down four hours before that game. Yep. and eat anything. Yep, same here. But you got to have energy to play the game. So yeah. Anyway, okay. So we have a special guest that's uh, called in, and it's uh, Peggy Callahan from the Wildlife Science Center. Hey, Peggy, how you doing? Well, good, Katie. Good to talk to you. You betcha. So now, people that don't know of you, which I don't know, have a hard time thinking they don't, why don't you explain first what the Wildlife Science Center is? Well, it's, uh, first of all, home to the largest number of captive wolves in North America, um, including Mexican gray wolves and red wolves. We're a science education center, um, K-12, STEM learning. Uh, We have a great science teacher that works for us. His name's Bob. Um, We also are a research facility where we study wolves on behalf of free-ranging and endangered wolves. We work with USDA studying non-lethal methods to prevent wolves from eating livestock. We study reproduction for the Mexican wolf, which there were only seven left alive in 1979. So we have a lot of things going on. We also have other North American mammals like black bears and mountain lions and bobcats. Okay. And we're open to the public multiple days a week. Okay, and how? Why don't you get started? Out, give us the website so people can, as they're chatting, they can t- check it out. What's the website? Right. It's www.wildlifesciencecenter, all one word, dot org. Oh, dot org. Okay, that's you know what I said, com. But anyway, so anyway, um, now how many you moved? You used to be in Forest Lake, and you moved yes. to Stacy or Wyoming? I can't remember. It's Stacy. Okay. It's a Stacy mailing address, but it's right in between the two. Okay, and how many acres you got now? We have 215 acres. Wow. It's wonderful. Well, you've come a long way, kiddo. You have, I remember oh, you win. You. <laughs> it's, it's, been, it's been a battle. <laughs> I mean, yes, it has. But, so, you know, things are worth fighting for. You appreciate it even more once it becomes reality. So that's pretty cool. Absolutely. 
Well, I called you last week because I got a call from a gal, and I, I haven't seen him in a long time. Is wolf hybrids, all right? As far as that's a cross between a domestic dog and a wolf, and, uh, and we both had a good laugh over this. They wanted it to become a a, 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 a companion helper. <laughs> a, a, yeah, yeah. But yes, anyway, I'm still having a good laugh over that. Yeah, and so anyway, so, but it resurged the the thing that maybe this is coming back again, which we don't want. We don't want wolf hybrids out there. And so now, do you want to explain, okay, about the wolf hybrids? Yeah, so first of all, unfortunately, these DNA labs are not helping this whole conversation. Hybrids really never went away, but what ended up happening is so much misidentification um, went into it. There's so many cool-looking mixes of northern breeds that people have been going around thinking that their wonderful northern breed mix is a hybrid, and and unfortunately, there's now uh, several DNA labs that claim that they can test for wild genetics. And here's my skepticism on that piece. Um, <laughs> the Dog Genome Project, which came out in 2004, um, made, they used 250,000 samples minimum per breed to verify purity. There's not an agency in the world that works with wild wolves, let alone private entities that have access to 250,000 known origin wild wolf samples. Wow. So unfortunately, what database these these companies are using is probably all captive origin animals with really no real pedigree leading to the wild. So you take one of these cool northern breed dogs in and it just behaves like a champ in the house and it's probably good therapy dog material. You get your DNA run and bam, you have uh, a wolf mix, which isn't real at all. So unfortunately, these hybrids are still out there and there's no such way to tell percentage. You can't tell percentage from any blood test other than if you, you know you have a pure wolf and a pure dog. Okay. And and that simply does not happen in the wild. It does not happen in the wild. You have to manipulate animals in captivity to get that to happen. So most of the hybrids we see are a hybrid bred to a dog. So they're not even pure wolf and pure dog. So Lord only knows how much of what is in there. Right. And what is inevitable about these things is that they get to be adults and they do not behave like dogs in many ways that we count on for dogs. And <laughs> probably one of the most basic is they're going to go to the bathroom wherever they want to go to the bathroom. And, and house training them is virtually impossible because of the role of feces and urine in their territory establishment. Yes. And then when it comes to rank, the wolf is separated from the dogs with behavior and physiology by a million years. So what we did to create the dog, or in some people think the dog did to create itself, was uh, some self they selected against characteristics that make wolves survive in the wild. So selected against the aggression. I mean, the difference between a wolf and a dog is not just the looks. Right. Wolves have a bigger skull. They have um, much lower levels of serotonin, much lower levels of oxytocin. They um, are aggressive to to members of their own family when they're adults. Uh, and this is all out of survivorship. And, and fast forward to the domestic dog, those characteristics would be selected against. I mean, you don't want a dog that grows up and decides to take over the household. Right. I mean, although you, <laughs> you Katie, know several people who have dogs that run their houses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, Yes. Um, that's probably part of your job. Yes, it is. The, the, the other problem with hybrids is they are not trustworthy. Right. I, I, I work with pure wolves every day, um, and we are one of the few facilities that actually gets wolves from the wild. We cooperate with agencies when wolves are, are orphaned or in some rare cases are taken um, as adults because of um, livestock loss. And that's really the, the, the way we get them is from livestock loss. Okay. Um, they 
absolutely do not behave like a dog in any way. They get to be mature and they are a different animal. And we actually have evidence that they do not produce the oxytocin that is the love and hug hormone that um, research has now told us that dogs are, are secreting all the time when they're in the company of the people they love. Oh, so, wow. okay. Um, That's to put it in layman's terms, wolves don't love us back. You're right. <laughs> and they absolutely are not going to do any of the things that we want them to do uh, in, a, in a therapy dog situation. And then you mix in a dog and you have a truly unpredictable animal. Yes. That's huge. That's huge part of yep. that. And so now the big thing too is that because of the unpredictability, but as they age in a pup, they look like a dog. And everybody thinks, yeah. oh, at a year old, oh, look at this, look at this. And then at two, and in the wolf world, they sexually mature, don't they, between three and four years old? Yeah, about, about they're about 22 to 24 months from their sexually mature, but they... Those changes are, are slow to kick in. They're, they're a little slower to kick in than a dog. Right. So that's what I mean. Yep. It evolves, the older they yep. get, oh, we got to go to break. You want to hold on, Peg? We'll come on yep, back. Absolutely. Okay, don't, don't okay. hang up. Okay, now this is interesting. We're going to do a Valentine's Day one, okay, because Valentine's Day is on Tuesday. <laughs> okay, what percentage of women, I mean, how, what, uh, you know, cards that are brought, Valentine's Day, when you go buy a card, yeah. what percentage are bought by women, okay, oh. a Valentine's Day card? We'll be back. Stay with me, girl. Rest your head here and I'll hold you so tight. When morning fitness resolutions fade, your pillow gives you pillow talk. Hit that snooze button. Exercise tomorrow. I'm here for you now. Don't listen to him. Join the YMCA and get top-notch fitness coaches who can hold you accountable. Baby, don't let me down. Stop the pillow talk. Buy a one-month membership and get another month free. Learn more at ymcanorth.org. Alrighty then, we're back. What percentage of the Valentine's Day cards bought by, and this is according to Hallmark, are bought by women? 85%. Ding, ding, ding. Did you look that up? No, I swear I did not. 85%. I swear up and down I did not look that up. Okay, then, okay, what when on Valentine's Day? What percentage of flowers are bought by men? What percentage of flowers are bought by men on Valentine's 40%. Day? 40%. Nope, 73%. Oh, so, so men buy the flowers, flowers and, and women, women buy, the, buy the cards. You got it. I just assumed that men wow, were disappointing up and you down. You hit that right on the nail. I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm impressed, too. I yes, just, I assume it's disappointing. All right. We're talking to Peggy Callahan from the Wildlife Science Research Science Center, not research, Wildlife Science Center, uh, located up in Stacy, uh, in nest.org, by the way. And we're talking about wolf hybrids because I got a call about a gal that wanted to bring her wolf hybrid to, um, to school. Uh, for training and uh, we kind of had the conversation and it opened up because there's a gal that used to breed the wolf fibroids and I can't man I'm talking you know what used, it was a year ago it was like 20 years ago and I remember the article distinctly that you know she followed a particular one of her litters and all every one of them eventually had to be put down because of it became the older it got the more wolf instincts it that was happening are you there Peg? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I mean, this is, that's the same song every time. And, and really, um, it, it's so sad and frustrating uh, about the behavior. The other piece that I don't think people think about is the liability. Um, there has been established liability that goes back not just to the breeder, but to anyone involved in the, that hybrid's history, even veterinarians. Oh, so my. The rabies vaccine is not approved for wolves and wolf hybrids. Ooh. And 
There is no way to actually test that realistically nowadays because you'd have to have an enormous sample size and expose them all to rabies. Okay. And and then check who gets it and who doesn't yeah, by checking their brains. So okay. it isn't realistic. Ah, okay. So, and that that right there, if there's a bite, the rabies is forever. And really, the rabies compendium insists that animal be euthanized. So uh-huh. that's a that's a very serious thing. Yeah. And I don't believe any home insurance health po- home insurance policy that understood what these animals are would ever insure an owner of these things because uh, in, it was in 1994. A, a shelter placed the pet of the week. It was a hybrid. And uh, about six days later, it hopped the fence and ran up the road and killed a six-year-old boy. Oh, my. And not only were the owners found liable, but the shelter paid a half a million dollars. Wow. And that was in 1994. Wow. That's a whole lot of money in 1994. No kidding. Yep, no kidding. Yeah, people, and then what I've heard, you know, through the years, uh, as far as, like I said, the older they get, the more wolf they become. Dogs they used to play with, now they eat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and I've said some to you where people have come to class and I'm like, you know, this has got wolf in it. <laughs> you need to go yeah. see Peggy. <laughs> and people oh, don't, and, and people when they're little, you know, a puppy or under a year, but people don't see it. They don't understand, they don't understand the big picture. Nope. And so they no. don't, they don't and, see and the down the road what's going to happen. <laughs> what? When that behavior changes, it's it's changed for good. There's no training that out of them. Right. It's, it's instinct. Well, like I told some of the ones that came through, I said, I can show you the basics, but you learn to work with the wolf hybrid. You don't ever um, truly control them. Nope. <laughs> I don't know what the nope. word would be for that. So, um, well, and When you get to a point in an animal like that's life, it is it is life-threatening not to challenge the leader if you think if your wolf instincts are kicking in because uh and so i mean we it's not life-threatening for a dog to be low ranking in a pack but it is for a wolf Mm -hmm. so that drive is stronger than your no sit stay come command right right and what you said earlier what you know dogs have more of what did you see melatonin yeah, yeah, uh, oxytocin, oxytocin and serotonin. Yeah, there you go. Those are the, those are the love and hug hormones. Yep, and that's wolves just don't have that. Right, and they so just that, don't. That's yeah, that's crazy. And so, and people can come up and see your facility, and then of course you're always open for donations, right? Oh, heavens, <laughs> yes, absolutely. And those we talked to are, is that they, people they cost a lot of money. Yeah, they, and people a huge one that I never thought of until you, I don't even know how long ago you started. People cleaning out their freezer that you oh, take, yeah. you know, all of a sudden you see that <laughs> turkey that's been sitting in there for ten years. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that you they, you welcome uh, freezer freeze uh, freezer cleanouts correct freezer cleanout and if you're a hunter you can bring your hunter scraps um, if you're a trapper you can bring your carcasses I mean we we are we are pride ourselves on having so much support from the community that our our wolves never have to eat an unnatural diet that is unreal that is that's phenomenal. speaking of somebody moved <laughs> those are dogs not wolves yeah yeah there you go you also run a, a sanctuary too don't you I do. I run a sanctuary called Home at Last Animal Sanctuary, and uh, ironically, it's for dogs that have bitten somebody. <laughs> so, um, and, the, and the cool thing is that it juxtaposes why dogs bite to why wolves bite. It's it's really a completely different conversation. Yes, it is. So, yep. Yes, absolutely. So um, the, the vast majority of the dogs that come to live with us never bite again. I mean, they bite me a few times when they get here, but they really stop biting because, I mean, you can explain that as well as anybody, that what they need is being met. So yes. yep. that is just not the situation with a wolf. No, wolf. no kidding. No kidding. Cause that, yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. And then, um, uh, the, 
uh, with getting back to, you know, the geniality, you know, as far as, you know, the DNA testing that they have, you know, out nowadays, you know, for the dogs, everybody's getting the dog DNA tested. What's your thought on that? I'm a skeptic. Yeah, I mean, we probably are getting better and better and closer, but, but again, we're, we're the control groups. And, uh, and I have a very skeptical veterinarian friend that did send uh, blood to one particular test site and got um, sent it under four different profiles and got four different genetic profiles. And it was one dog. So wow. <laughs> um, unfortunately that kind of <laughs> seeded my, my doubt. Right. I mean, I think there is some fun stuff, uh, but they should probably be taken with a grain of salt. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's true. And then, like you say, with the wolf, uh, the wolf fibroids, you know that that there's they don't have enough to know, you know. With that. No, so. I mean even the federal lab, the U.S. Department of Agriculture has the largest uh, database of known wolves and wolves. And the geneticist there is a good friend of mine, and she even is skeptical of her results. And she has a database that she can work from. <laughs> so you know the idea that that um, a private individual many years ago when these dna labs opened up there were several of them that tried to uh, get me to donate blood to them Ooh. even if i did i have a very small sample size of animals uh-huh. it wouldn't be appropriate to use my wolves as a baseline yeah so i didn't do it good well, good i thought you know you're not talking about your personal blood you're talking about the wolves. <laughs> no <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they might love to know what they'd find. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And your your daughter, uh, Megan, she's uh, your right-hand person up there, isn't she? She's, she grew oh, up with all of them. She absolutely is. You know, people say, I I uh, worked my whole life with wolves. That's, Meg has truly worked her whole yeah, life with yes. wolves. She was on her first animal planet called Growing Up Wolf when she was four years old. So. Oh, wow. Um, Canid language is probably her first language, and English is her second. Second language, yeah, that is. Now, how many dogs does she have, or does she just have everybody with you? <laughs> Say that one more time. Does how many dogs does she have personally, or does she just have? Oh, all? she has because she has quite a few. Also, um, she she really likes Malinois and and shepherds, so oh. she's got fifteen of her own dogs. Oh my lord, Malinois! <laughs> oh my god, they don't rest. They they're oh. on twenty four seven. Oh, but the cool thing is, I mean, we're basically lazy people. Our dogs come to work with us, and so they work all yeah, the, time. the time. That's true. Um, and um, the Malinois, they're, I mean, they're they're letting us know where the wolves are. The shepherds are too. There are wolves over here, and the Mal- I mean, they they get to work and and. Right. We don't have to worry about doing anything special with them. I mean, that's that's the nice thing. You run all day and then go home and go to bed. Yeah, no kidding. Any last thoughts that you want to say to my audience, my listeners? Well, I just really uh, check with an expert. Check with somebody with experience. Identify this animal. Do your homework beforehand. Even northern breed dogs are not necessarily appropriate for everybody. I mean, I, I think it cannot be overemphasized to do your homework about the breed that you're working with. Correct. And if, if someone thinks that they're breeding a wolf, th- then run. Don't yeah. walk. Run <laughs> in the other direction because all you need to do is say wolf and they can charge 10 times as much money and, it, and it's just, it's a travesty. And if you want to look cool, go buy a beautiful northern looking dog that yeah explain cool. your version dogs look cool you don't have to have a wolf on your leash to be cool exactly now explain to so some listeners may not understand what you classify as a northern breed oh right um the huskies malamutes um there's some really cool ones inuit dogs are really they're really neat dogs they were freighters um out of the, out of alaska um they're just they're those are the northern breeds, okay. and, and you mix a little shepherd in there, and you can get a really very wolfy looking dog that isn't a, isn't a wolf. Yeah. 
Um, I had you on my TV show when I had it back in what ninety four, ninety five, and yeah. uh, the other day you did. Uh, they came out at your place, and you were on Channel Five, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I saw. I, and every time when you were on my show, you did the wolf. You know, you you, you howl like a wolf. You know, yeah. I still remember that like yesterday. And I, the face on that. The, I can't remember the reporter that was there. The face on his his the look on his face when you did and how everybody answered you was phenomenal. And Jackson, Anderson. That yeah. That he, he was a lovely guy. Yeah. He was really lovely. And, and that, it's you know when people come out there, just having you do that and having the reaction of all the wolves that are around you, it's priceless. It's just it, it sends chills up your spine as well. It does. It's pretty fun. You know, I, I love them. I, I never tell, get sick of it. Yeah. Somebody, uh, everybody says, well, how do I know so much about dogs? And I said, I was in a dog in a prior life and I had to come back as a human to teach all the humans about dogs. And now you and you're, you're in prior life. You were the wolf and you have to come back and help them live yeah, on. Absolutely. <laughs> so absolutely. And by the way, I'm a huge Grunhoffers fan too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Grunhoffers. Oh God. He's got good stuff. I'll tell you. Yep. And I was uh, snacking away and I tried this new dill pickle one. So that was really good. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm behind, obviously. There you go. Oh God, you do. You know, you you weigh three hundred pounds. You try to keep up a spin with every time you're coming out with new <laughs> stuff. You know. <laughs> well, Peg, thank you so. The gift that you have, you know, is God given gift. To thank you for all you're doing for our wildlife critters. And then once again, how they, can they get a hold of you? Donate, whether it's food or money, and then see your upcoming events because you have a lot of fundraisers. So what? what yeah, what, we've got a lot of fun stuff going on out here. So, where do they go? Well, always a pleasure to talk to the the guru of dog training. So. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you. you Take care. And Me once too. again, you're going to go to wildlifesciencecenter.org. .org. And yep. do you have anything coming up soon? Uh, um, a fun we, go ahead. We do. We have a private dog sled. Um, it, it's We have 14 tickets left, and it's your, it's a longer dog sled ride through the woods behind the Wildlife Science Center. And there's hors d'oeuvres and, and hot beverages and stuff. So you can go to our website and get those details. And we have very few tickets left. It's on the February 25th. Oh, cool. Okay. You have a grand day. And who are you, Eagles or Chiefs? Oh, uh, Chiefs. Oh, there you go. Good person. I knew she was good. <laughs> okay, Peg, have a grand day. Thanks for the call. You too, Katie. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yep, Peggy Callahan, uh, wildlifesciencecenter.org. Awesome place uh, to help out with. Just great people up there doing great things. All right, let's see. We're going to run. What is What was last year's number one uh Food for the Super Bowl. Last year's number one food for for the fo- football game. Okay, we'll be back. <laughs> Who sings this? Megan Trainer. Oh, that's cool. I like that. I love I love Megan Trainer. That's really cool. Brush. I could get into that one. Yeah, look up her music. She's got a lot of great songs. Nice. Hey. Okay. Let's see. The what is that? Last year's number one. Uh, uh, for people when they have, they have they get togethers, mm-hmm. what was the number one food? Well, I mean, my gut always tells me to go with chicken wings, but I'm I'm gonna go against that and uh, say nachos. Oh, neither, neither. Okay, now how this was determined? All right, they had little spies in everybody's house. No, <laughs> <laughs> they set up a camera in your okay, home. Okay, they use they use Google. They went to Google search terms to determine this. The number one was meatballs. Huh. That's surprised to have. Yeah, cocktail meat. meatballs. Yeah, I don't know. It's meatballs number one. So. I guess it's easy, right? Yeah, no kidding. Okay, what's the what's the number uh, that people ordering? What are the top three things that people order on Super Bowl, Super Bowl Sunday? Mm, top three things people order on Super Bowl Sunday: tacos, wings, 
and jalapeno poppers. Oh, wow. It's chicken wings, pizza, and chips and dip. Okay, okay. That's what they order. Okay. I'm a jalapeno popper person myself. Yeah, Love nah, those. No, thank you. No. <laughs> Too spicy. You know what the original, when Super Bowl first, before it became what it is now, <laughs> what the number, what, what the ad, the, the, what, what was the normal thing, for traditional, I guess you want to say, for a Super Bowl get-together? What, what do you think that was? Uh, playing football? No, 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 to eat. Oh, to okay, eat. Traditional uh, eats. You know, when the first ball, football, when Super Bowl first started, what oh, was the traditional? Hot dogs and burgers? No, chip and dip. Chip and dip. I mean, it's chip just like dip. classic. Chips there and dip. Yep. We've always had chips and dip. Yep. No, that's cool. Okay, let's head to the, the phones. We, that was a great time with you know, Peggy Hallian. You want to know anything about wolves? Man, that woman, she is astounding what she has done for the wolf population as far as, like you say, it's a research center. Mm-hmm. Okay, and she had, yeah, she's uh, she's one heck of a guy, gal. Uh, and so that's why wildlifesciencecenter.org, uh, if you want to donate. And remember, she said on February 28th, they're going to have a, uh, you get to ride a dog sled and then and have a little bit of uh, eats and stuff like that. So go to the website and check that out. And they have other events coming up. So yeah, that you can, you do well to help support Peggy and her crew up there. Okay, who's up to bat? Well, so Right now we have Jan on whose uh, one-year-old golden doodle has been eating her socks and towels. There you go. <laughs> Hi, Jan. Hi, Gay. Uh, I, I have to tell you, I'm having trouble hearing you. Yeah, you're kind of scratchy. You're very, you're very stacky. Yeah. If you could put up your the volume on your phone itself, it could help. I did that. Okay. Yeah, it might just be the connection. Do you want to try calling back? Well, will I get through? Yeah, yeah, you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you will. We'll, hang up now and then call directly back. Okay. 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 Thanks. You bet. Bye. Well, I feel bad. She'd been hanging that whole time, and it's and she wouldn't, hasn't been able to hear the show that well. well that's a bummer. Yeah. Oh well. Huh. I, I, you know, it, it's sometimes it's like a radio on the background. Sometimes it's just the connection and uh-huh. feedback, and it's it's a complicated thing out there. Oh, no kidding. Okay. Do you know how many roses? Are grown just for Valentine's Day? How many roses are grown just for Valentine's yeah. Day? Uh, <laughs> not a billion, 500 million? Well, close. It's 250 million. 250 million. 250 million roses are grown just for Valentine's Day. Isn't that unreal? I can't even fathom that, 250 million. But anyway, so... And so, like, we were talking, like, with Peggy, you know, please, folks, don't just be, oh, look, I got a wolf hybrid. That's the last thing in the world you want. All right? Please don't mm-hmm. do it. Do it for everything. for Not to promote that or thinking that you can change the brain of this, and it doesn't work that way. Okay, did you call back? Yeah, we got Jan back, and it's, it sounded pretty good. Oh, good. Hey, Jan. There you go. I feel bad that you had to listen to that whole time with that kind no, that's of fine. oh, jeez. But you're tearing your hair out. <laughs> no, I would be listening anyway. I'm uh, actually calling on behalf of my daughter and son-in-law. Okay, sounds good. Who have a one-year-old gold doodle? Okay, seventy pounds. Whoa, eating um, Nutrisource Pure Vita. Okay. And he continues to eat towels and socks. Okay. Uh, he also let me let go me ahead. give you a little tip. Sure. He go also ahead. gets car sick. Okay. Yeah. So they were missing an orange towel from the kitchen the other day. Oh. So my daughter took him for a drive. Okay. And he threw up the towel, his breakfast, the towel, and two socks. 
Oh, my gosh. He doesn't eat them. He doesn't chew them. He just swallows them whole. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's dangerous. <laughs> that's dangerous. Uh, good thing that you took him for a ride and have him throw up because that would have hit the... Because people don't realize how long things stay in the dog's stomach before it starts processing out. And like you yeah. say, a lot of times you don't even know what they ate until it comes out their poop, right? And then right. unfortunately, sometimes it doesn't come out. It causes a blockage. And then it's, oh my goodness, it's got to be up to a four or $5,000 surgery now to open them up and take the blockage up, out. Yeah. And so now yep. what he's doing is called pica. P-I-C-A. Pica means the dog is eating things that he's normally not supposed to eat. <laughs> All right? And so what that's caused by is a lack of enzymes and such in the dog's digestive system. And so that's what we need to do. We need to... Now, is this... Well, yeah. Go ahead. She thinks it's behavioral... I said I think it's dietary. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it is. I think with a little bit of that's so what I was just going to ask. Now, what's the personality? Is this uh, like a tigger? This dog is like all over the place. No. Or is he calm and steady? I, I don't know if I'd say that. Okay. No, he is. He he has a sister, uh, Bernadoodle, and they're very close. Okay. He likes to lead her around by her leash. Okay. Okay. Um. They like to hang out on the couch and watch girls on TV. Oh, cool. Okay. That sounds funny. Okay, so now... He's, he's a good guy. He's nice. basically a good dog. Just, uh-huh. And, and they, they never... I mean, she didn't know about the two socks. Right. Yeah. So... Until they threw them up. Yeah, no kidding. So, first of all, while we're trying to repair this problem, they have to be very diligent about not leaving socks out or towels that he can reach and such like that, okay? Well, I did tell her, I said, a hamper is lucky. Much less expensive than surgery. Yeah, they, there you go. Look at that. And of course, we all know how they listen to our mothers, right? <laughs> yeah, right. But okay, so what but I would do that? Okay, well, there's a couple things that I would do. Number one. Okay, she's feeding a great food. Hopefully, she's rotating. She's using the Pure Vita, and so that she's rotating. Like one time it's turkey, one time it's beef, one time it's duck. Hopefully, she's rotating the proteins. Right she now, say she's rotating. Okay. Then the next thing is, don't let her feed it dry. She's gonna rehydrate it. She's gonna put hot tap water on it till it floats okay. nicely, and then put it aside. And then now the, all the water has to be gone and absorbed into the food. And then you feel a couple of nuggets to make sure they're kind of soft. Then okay. you feed it. You put your, now, then you're going to put your supplements in and then you're going to feed it. Don't feed the dry food dry. Cause some dogs have a hard, dogs don't chew their food. They slam it. And so then it goes into the stomach hole. And some dogs have a lot of digestive problems trying to break down that dry matter. Cause then they go and drink a buttload of water to compensate for all the dry matter. And then that could okay. cause issues and so what we're going to try to do is repair the gut system so then the the socks and the and towels will not be swallowed anymore all right and then yeah. in, in the meantime what they can do and i know it doesn't look pretty but you can take get them a muzzle so that you don't have to worry there again it's cheaper than a <laughs> cheaper than a surgery and you know yeah. but anyway so the thing is is that so then she's feeding the great food she's going to rotate it she's going to rehydrate it and then she's going to add you got a piece of paper and a pencil Yes, I do. Okay, she's. You're gonna. Oh, okay. You're gonna. Re- I know you. Yeah, there you go. Now I gotta go to a break. So, can you want to hold on? So we'll talk sure. about what you're gonna add to the dog food when we get back. Okay. Okay, great. Okay, thanks. Hang in there. Don't don't hang up. Okay. I won't. Okay. Um, who was the longest? You know how the national anthem is sung mm-hmm. before the. Who sung it? What had the longest rendition of it? Of it, the Super Bowl. Well, we'll be right back. All right.